You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Level 3. This is Sports Rage. Quickest 100 minutes of Sports Talk Radio. Washington Huskies and the Oregon State Beavers tied right now, 21-21. What did I say to Tony Finn? I said, I don't know about that in-game under you were talking about. (laughs) And I said, there could be some points, and I'm also worried about overtime. But the Washington Huskies are moving the football. It's funny because all this talk about, all the weather this and the weather that, it's not even raining. It's been dry all night. Uh, You know, yeah, it's been kind of windy and stuff, but – you know, I'm not so sure this game is is the total. I'm not. I don't think it's staying under right now just because of the weather. To be honest with you, like yeah, it's windy, but whatever. It's not even as windy as you know as people made it out to be. So we got a big play on this, and I, I just sort of hit me right now. I'm like, do I have like five hundred dollars? Do I have a five hundred dollar parlay on this? I think I might. I hope I do. And let's see, I did. That's right. I put. I was gonna bet three hundred, and then I put another two hundred on it. I have a Yukon. That's it. The Husky Husky Hustle. The Yukon Huskies on the money line and the Washington Huskies on the money line. I was kind of wondering. I was looking at my account and I'm like, you know what? I should like once again. I'm like, man, how come I don't have more money in my account? I won a bunch of bets. Kill the NBA props if you tune into me and Coach James Young tonight. And then I'm like, oh yeah, I've got a lot of money on this game right now. That's why. <laughs> Look right now. Plus, I got another. I got money on the under 53 and a half as well. I'd like nothing better than to see. Washington win this game with a field goal, 24-21. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. Suddenly they're stalling right now. I don't know. It feels like overtime is in the cards here. Even though, even though, though it goes to overtime, it might not still get to 54. The way things are going here, it's kind of it's a real defensive battle right now. It's a, it's a defensive battle. So we got Rob Vino going to be stepping up and then joining us. Um, I was talking about the military academies when they play each other. It's an automatic under. The total is 40 and a half. Air Force and Army. Air Force and Army. So it doesn't matter the combination. Air Force, Army, Navy, Air Force, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Any one of the three teams, Air Force, Army, and Navy, when they play each other, it's an automatic, it's just an automatic play. Right? You just, you know, it is. And if you don't do it, whatever, don't do it. I know a lot of people I see, we give you winners on the people. Oh, I don't know. We'll just like, all right, whatever. We've been cashing military academy uh, plays to the under. For um for years, like we've been we've been riding this wave for like five years type thing. This wave started in 2015. To to be exact, that's what the number is. It's 42 nine and one since 2015. And for the record as well, Air Force and Army have gone under the number in eight straight games that they played against each other. So we have a we have the history of the military academy schools. But we also have a history of this series in which, like I said, it's eight no to the under the last eight times that they played. Give me Air Force and Army to the under. We're going to welcome our AM radio affiliates back momentarily, and I'll rattle off my college football picks. We'll bring in Rob Vino. We'll get to some NFL before we're done here. we got the MLS Cup this weekend. Uh, back to the World Series as well, although it's pretty well documented who I like in the World Series. I'm riding with Mattress Matt, baby. And the Houston Astros. I think they're going to finish them off. Huskies are moving the ball right now. 
Let's roll. Level three. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Morency. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates. 97.1 The Freak, Dallas, Texas. We're kicking it. The Mightier 1090, ESPN Radio, the 50,000-watt juggernaut. Shout out to everybody on the Armed Forces Radio Network. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius XM Channel 159. I am Gable Morancy. Nothing like some late-night college uh, football for those of you on the East Coast. This is the way we roll on the West Coast. Pac-12 after dark style, 21-21. Washington and uh, the Beavers uh, right now. Both football teams are 6-2. and two. This is a big football game. A lot of uh, implications. The Pac-12 is actually banging and rocking uh, this year. Washington just looking to get in a field goal range, although I believe they just flashed uh, their kicker who's never made a kick before in his life. I could be wrong, but I think they got a kid kicker here. They're all kids, but I think we got a kid kicker here. So they better get in close. Man, I got a big play on the Washington Huskies. I'm looking for a money line play, and I got the under 53 and a half, so I want Washington to win, but I don't want this game to go to overtime. All right, so Rob Vino's going to join us. We like to get as many perspectives and opinions on these games as we possibly can. Uh, but as far as the college card is concerned, I like it. I love. I like the card a lot tomorrow, college football. I like it better than the NFL card for betting purposes. The last 52 times that a military academy um, service team has played against each other, it's gone under in 42, 42-9-1 in the last 52 contests. Give me Air Force and Army under 40-and-a-half. I think the Kentucky Wildcats are going to bounce back after the embarrassing performance performance last week in Knoxville look for Will Levis and company to play a hell of a lot better and win this football game give me Kentucky on the money line everybody's talking about how dangerous Texas Tech is as a live dog I don't buy it I think TCU roll them lay the eight and a half with the Horn Frogs Texas Tech TCU is going to be a track meet and TCU is going to do most of the scoring game's going to go over 68 and a half everybody's talking about Hendon Hooker and the Tennessee Volunteers but uh, as my main man Kyle in Atlanta and uh, Bulldog Nation tweeted us earlier in the day, there's only one hooker in Tennessee. The rest are volunteers. Give me the Georgia Bulldogs minus the points. Tennessee and Georgia's going to go over the number. Georgia's going to win like 45-28 type thing. LSU cover against Bama. Bama and LSU's a track meet. Hook them horns. Texas wins and the game goes over. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen Gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Rob Vino, wagertalk.com. Rob Vino, sports.com joins us uh, from Philadelphia. Rob, it's always a pleasure, my man. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us tonight. Hey, always a pleasure, Gabe. Big weekend ahead of us. It is a big weekend. Uh, the question is, is it going to be a fun weekend for the Philly sport fan? 
I think this series is done. I think that the Houston Astros have Rocky Balboa on the ropes, and they're Apollo Creed. And I guess Framber Valdez is Apollo Creed. <laughs> and <laughs> and um, and Mattress Mac is his Burgess Meredith. <laughs> I just thought that <laughs> Mattress Mac, starring Burgess Meredith, is Mattress Mac. Uh, but what are your thoughts on this series right now as we head back to H Town? The trophy is going to be in the building. Valdez goes minus one forty-eight at Fanduel. Zach Wheeler plus. 126 the over under seven right now what's your take uh, rob yeah i think you know the overall take in this city is do we know if zach wheeler's right or not um certainly touched up for five runs first time around velocity down we know that he came off the il mid late august there they nursed him along on pitch counts with the idea that as long as they got him right for the playoffs they would be good and to a degree, they did get him right for the playoffs um, until the last start. So it's not really a time to have velocity drops, potential arm trouble. I don't know that, you know, as much as I trusted Zach Wheeler seven days ago, you don't know if you trust him now. And that's that's a tough spot to be in. World Series game six, uh, Framber Valdez certainly at Philadelphia um, pretty well mastered the first time around. So, it, you know, they got a chance to see him, Gabe. I would expect more offense out of the Philly bats here. I thought the total in this game um, for myself, not necessarily the side, but the total looked to be a little bit low. I thought Houston um, could potentially get to Wheeler here. And I think Philly, like I say, the second time around, will get to Valdez. Staring at a seven, three, six and a half out there in Las Vegas. Um, I think the game gets over seven runs. That's the way I'm probably going to play it. I look at this, and I could kind of see it getting there, but I don't think Philadelphia Philly fan is going to like how I see it getting there because I think it can get there by Houston sort of beating up Wheeler early. Um, I, you know, I think Valdez is going to cruise, but – you know, maybe he gives up a couple of runs. Maybe their bullpen gives up a home run or something like that. But I don't know if I'm getting ahead of myself here, Rob, but I just think that, you know, Philly had their run. It was a nice run. Philly fan will always have that that home run festival to hang their hat on. It was a special night. But I think the Houston Astros are just too good, and they're going to finish them off tomorrow night. Yeah, and I think they let their chance get away, Gabe. Up 2-1 after the 7 nothing game, and Aaron Nola on the hill. That was their chance to kind of put their clamps on this series and get up 3-1, and Aaron Nola just didn't have it. Didn't have it really in either game. Um, although I shouldn't say didn't have it. I mean, there were a couple of key pitches in that big inning when he got lifted from the game, but that was their opportunity. And you just can't let those things slide when you're playing a team like Houston. Remember, there was a 19-game gap between these two during a regular season, 106 wins for Houston, only 87 for Philly. So, you know, what fans thought was pretty much improbable here in Philadelphia a month ago became their reality when the Phillies got to the World Series. But now it's an uphill battle. I mean, starting with game six. And I'm with you. I don't know if they make it out of there uh, to a game seven. If they do all hands on deck, anything's possible. But I just don't like this situation that Zach Wheeler's in. And I do think that, you know what, if they push across a couple of runs here, Gabe, two, three runs, Philadelphia, um, that probably gets this thing over the total. Rob Vino kicking with us uh, from Philadelphia. I am Gable Morancy, Sirius XM Channel 159. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates. So let's uh, hit the college grid here. Both me and Rob love to bet on totals. Both me and Rob love to bet on college football overs. And I've got a couple of overs I'm going to be pulling the trigger on. But Air Force and Army will not be one of them. I'm reporting for duty. Um, it's not an order. It's like, um, you know, this This is, you know, this This is, this, this, this is a command from, from the top of the chain, from the chairman to the joint chiefs of staffs and every general commanding and demanding that we bet the under. Listen, man, anytime military academy teams, I bet the under uh, play, uh, we bet the under, and it's 42-9-1. It's been quite a run uh, that we're on right now. And I don't even care. I don't break down this. I don't worry about that. I just bet the under. It's 40 and a half right now. I think there's a lot of us in that situation, Gabe. Knee-jerk, mechanical, however you want to describe that play, which describes the fact that you just wake up, look at the number, and go ahead and follow what's happened uh, previously. These numbers are way too strong to go ahead and buck that type of uh, 42 and 9. I'm trying to do the percentage in my head. It's a high percentage of win tickets if you've been playing under. 40 and a half means you have to get six touchdowns in this game. Doesn't seem likely to me. Um, Again, I'm with you. Not much real reason to go into a full breakdown. We know what the service academies do 
as far as offense and defense are concerned, and we know what they do as far as results when they play each other are concerned. So uh, I'm with you. Under 40 and a half in a game that starts at 10.30 a.m. Central time, these guys will be awake and alert, but I think this one stays under. All right, let's get into TCU and Texas Tech. This is another early start time, 30 minutes later, 12 o'clock Eastern time, 11, um, 11 Central. So Texas Tech, TCU, I mean, you know, the collar starts to tighten without a doubt as the year goes on when you're undefeated. But the kids on TCU seem to embrace these close games. They're laying eight and a half, total 69 and a half. What's your take in the Big 12 tilt here? Yeah, I think I prefer to take the points. I think you hit it on the head when you said close games. Um, TCU, obviously, and Sonny Dykes, uh, a favorite of mine, simply because I know what I'm going to get out of his offense, wherever he goes, whether whatever stop it may be, whether it be Cal, whether it be SMU, whether it be now TCU. They're going to get theirs. But the defense still gave I'm not you know, particularly fond of the Texas Christian defense, and I think that Texas Tech can put points up here. Certainly they've shown the ability to do so. And at times this year, on the ability to be able to get a couple of stops. So in what I think will be high scoring, obviously the total indicates that we're staring at a 69. Um, that number may be really, really good here because I could see 38-31 TCU being a final. And I think one other point you made is really should be reiterated here that, you know, the college football playoff rankings came out on Tuesday. TCU is in the mix. This group of TCU kids has never been in this situation where they're, I don't want to say Texas Tech is hunting them as far as a, you know, final four position goes, but where Big 12 standings are concerned, this is a, a rivalry game too. So I like the points. I think that Texas Tech might be able to match them to within a touchdown here. So plus eight and a half, eight, eight and a half seems really good to me. What are your thoughts on the the Kansas State and the, um, the Longhorn game, because to me, I like the over of this game, Rob, and I respect your opinion when it comes to college football totals. We saw K-State put 48 up on the board last week against Oklahoma State. They've actually scored 28 or more in four of their last five games. Since the Alabama game, the Longhorns have scored 34 or more in five of the six games that they played. Coming off the bye here, to me, this total is too low at 54.5. What's your take? Yeah, then they've been that way for a while, Gabe. I feel like maybe if I didn't do Kansas State with you last week or the week before, I did it on a wager talk show where I broke down exactly what you're saying there. Kansas State's offensive production. And it's interesting that, um, you know, it, it, for a while it was with Adrian Martinez, and then Adrian Martinez goes down, and they bring in Will Howard, veteran backup quarterback, and they score a boatload of points but not in the same way. They do it through the air. So K-State, for whatever reason this year under Chris Kleiman, has found a way to produce a lot of offense, and their defense has been leaky at times as well. Both characteristics, not like a K-State team, so they're different in that regard. I've probably banged the table two, three times for Steve Sarkeesian's play calling this year. Um, went way back to the Alabama game is where I really noticed how good he's been calling plays this year. So I'm with you here. Kansas State is being totaled on reputation and reputation only, not necessarily on results from this 2022 season. And that's the type of stuff we're been games we're looking at, right, Gabe? We're looking to find advantage and value in those types of deals where odds makers continue to line a team based on what they used to do, not what they currently do. Rob Vino, RobVinoSports.com, WagerTalk.com. Kick it with us. I am Gabriel Morenci. We'll get Rob's thoughts on the side of the Texas K-State matchup. We'll get his thoughts on the primetime, big-time matchups, Alabama, LSU, and, of course, Tennessee, Georgia. Clemson, Notre Dame's a big game. We've got to get to the NFL as well with Rob. The late-night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen posed that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts.
With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Countdown to kickoff continues. Separation Saturday. We've got a massive slate of college football games on Saturday. We've got the World Series. And, of course, we've got NFL football. There's a hell of a lot going on. And, oh, yeah, Rob Vino, uh, we also have college basketball. Hope you're ready to go because <laughs> the exam, it's like going back to school, man. It's, <laughs> and it's not like the first day of school. It's almost like, you know, it's better as we have an exam uh, on Monday. We have another sport to add into the rotation. But So I'm going to talk really fast, and I'll just throw to start throwing games at you. But we just discussed the total of the K-State Texas game and we agreed the number was too light what about the side here a lot of people like the Longhorns what's your take on this game yeah I didn't play it Gabe I can understand the argument for that side I kind of lean that way but it wasn't strong enough for me to pull the trigger here I really like what K-State has done this year um I could probably make counter arguments back and forth. So, you know, without trying to push the listeners in one direction or the other I'll just say I didn't play the side but I do like the total up and over Tennessee and Georgia go head-to-head. Tennessee getting 8.5 points. The total is 64.5. The showdown of the century. What's your take on this one? You know, I feel like it's too many um, with my eyes. But then when I do power ratings, I realize that maybe it's not enough. So then you have to get into that quandary. You got to dig a little bit deeper. I still think I trust Tennessee plus the points here, Gabe. It's going to be a tough environment for sure. Um, going into Athens, and the fact that Tennessee is the hunted team, right? They're number one, Georgia's number three. Uh, Georgia certainly won't make the defensive mistakes in the secondary that Alabama made in their game. I think that's been well documented this week. However, the fact that they're just too quick strike of an offense for me, and I have the back door available to me as well in this game. Should Georgia be ahead 14 uh, late game, Tennessee's always got potential to put a touchdown in there to get the back door cover. So very, very slightly, I lean Tennessee. Don't have any real feel for this total, to tell you the truth. Um, so I didn't play that. But I think if I were making my best recommendation on that, I think I would take Tennessee plus eight. I've been telling people all week that I love Alabama and LSU to go over the number. The total is 56.5. FanDuel's got the Crimson Tide laying 13.5. What's your take on that game? Massive SEC uh, matchup here. Yeah, my take is who played under, right? It was 58 beginning of the week. and I, I don't get it. it. And now we're at 56.5, and, and it doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. I'll just very quickly tell you why I think it's going to go over. Um, I start with the fact that Alabama's going to score. Uh, no matter who they play, in all honesty. Outside of Georgia, maybe, they're going to score their share points. Bryce Young, that attack, it's still very, very potent. I don't think LSU has a defensive secondary to stop their receiving core. I don't think they um, can stop the balance of the Alabama offense. So if I take that and account for 30-plus out of Alabama, i got to get something out of the LSU side. And I'll say this, Jaden Daniels, who when he was at Arizona State and even when he came to LSU first few games this year, you kind of look at him and you say, you know what, this guy's a very good dual threat, but he's an inconsistent passer. But the last three games, his passing has gotten much more accurate, much more consistent. LSU's offense has started to take off. And if I look at the receiving core of LSU, I can make the argument that they're somewhat similar to that receiving core of Tennessee, the one that chewed up the Alabama secondary. LSU and Tennessee don't go about offense the same exact way, but I still think they can make ways, um, waves through the air here against Alabama, who really has not had a strong secondary all season long. To me, Gabe, it was a pretty easy play. I bet it on Tuesday again. I got a bad number because I got 58, and today I could have 56 and a half. Um, but I do like this one over. I think this one hits in the mid-60s. 
people's apologies are never loud as the, the critiques and the criticism, are they? And I was at the front of the line thinking, you know what? Jane Daniels is going to be in over his head going here into the SEC. You know, Kelly's not going to get what he, you know, what he wants from him. And I can just sort of see Kelly yelling at him all the time and being frustrated. Yeah. And it's been a complete opposite. Daniel's playing elite level football and putting up identical numbers to what Bryce Young uh, is putting up. And for the record, Jane uh, Daniels let everybody know this week that he's undefeated against Bryce Young. 3-0 and Pop Warner. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, that he brought that up. He goes, I've never lost to him before. He goes, I think we played three times and my team has won every time. And People are like, what, what are you talking about? Where? And he said, Pop Warner. He said, Pop Warner. And they're actually good friends. <laughs> they know each other very well, and they like each other. They get along very well. They've known each other their entire lives. Interesting little dynamic. Uh, they're two California kids going head-to-head. I wanted to get into the NFL with you, but I always ask you after I ask you about the big-time games. I didn't ask you about the, the we can squeeze into Notre Dame. Clemson game, actually, as well. And then is there an under-the-radar college game that you like? Yeah, real quick, as far as Notre Dame-Clemson go, you know, weather was a concern, but it looks like touchdown Jesus shines down upon Notre Dame because the time of this game um, actually being a night game, all the bad weather will be cleared out, according to latest weather reports, and we should have a pretty clear uh, track here. I think this game, and this is a little bit outside the box, um, but I don't feel that either, especially Notre Dame, I don't think that they feel they can line up and run it at Clemson. I think the opening script of plays, first quarter, first half, first 15, first 20 offensive plays on both sides, on Davos Swinney's side as well, I think will feature some stuff that, you know, kind of goes for the home run or for the jugular to get some points quick. Therefore, I went ahead and played over 22 in the first half. I thought that might be a low number. I think the game could settle in and become a slugfest second half. Notre Dame's not been good at home, 0-4 against the spread. However, they've been good as a dog, 2-0, and covered against Ohio State as well. So I'm not so sure Clemson is the number four team in the country, but that's not for me to decide. These teams will shake it out. But when it comes to betting the game, I think that early on we might see points. Um, So I went over 22 in that particular contest. As far as something that um, catches my eye under the radar, I go to one of these small conferences, and Georgia Southern is going to play South Alabama. Georgia Southern off a bye with that air raid offense. I think that um, that thing's going to be fueled up against the South Alabama defense, and South Alabama on the same token against this particular defense, which hasn't been good at stopping the opponents at all this year. Georgia Southern's probably um, practically been one way, one-sided, all offense, little defense. So give me the over. We talk a lot of overs, me and you here, but that's one that I like out of the Sunbelt Conference this week. Georgia Southern, South Alabama, up and over. I think the number was 60 when I got it. Rob Vino uh, joining us for a couple more moments. I am Gable Ranci. Let's switch um, gears uh, to the National Football League. It's a pretty challenging week, in my opinion, this week, Robin. I've said this before, and I've said it often over the years, that, listen, there's been times where I'm in love with a Sunday card and I've gotten killed, and there's been other times where I've been weary and thought, man, I don't like the card this week, and I end up going 8-2, and two, right? So you never know, right? I mean, a lot of it is sort of perception and more so than reality coming into this stuff but nevertheless I find it to be a challenging card there's been weeks where you know seven games nine games a bunch of totals or whatever will jump off the screen at me they're not this week and you know this is how crazy it is in my opinion I freaking like the Washington Commanders and the Carolina Panthers this week. Like, I'm like, well, what do you like the best? I'm like, I don't know. I think the Commanders my best bet. <laughs> what do you think about the NFL card this week and who do you like? Yeah, and, and, you know, I always start from a totals perspective when I go up and down the card. Um, and it's funny you mentioned the Carolina Panther game because I do think that was going to get over. I wonder why this game was played under, uh, maybe based on Carolina reputation, maybe based on Cincinnati not having Jamar Chase and looking lousy last week. However, these injuries that are piling up in the Cincinnati secondary lead the, that thing susceptible to Carolina's pass offense. P.J. Walker, D.J. Moore, they put up a lot of points last week. And I don't know why they wouldn't put up, you know, 24 here against the Bengals, to tell you the truth. And with that being said, Joe Burrow and company, you know, they did have a bad week last week against Cleveland. But I think without Chase this week, you know, you get one under your belt. You start to learn where you have to go to get yardage, to get points. I think they'll find it against the Carolina defense, which was pretty much ravaged by Atlanta last week. So, yeah, in modern-day NFL football, 42, 42 42.5 is a really low number. I think that one gets up and over. And I'll say one more here. I I like this. I'm going to bet Arizona, the Cardinals, over the total until 
you know, they stopped me from cashing a ticket. Two weeks back with DeAndre Hopkins, two weeks in a row, they've gone well over the total. Had him with Minnesota last week. Um, that game shot way over. Seattle with Geno Smith. Now, first place NFC West, target on their back. I think Arizona comes to play. If Arizona loses this game, they are, for all intent and purposes, I'm not going to say they could right mail it in, but they don't have much of a shot making the playoffs if they lose this one. They need a divisional win. As I say, Seattle's hunted now. I like the matchup. Arizona offense now with Robbie Anderson, a couple of weeks under his belt in that offense against Seattle's defense. All of that combined with the other side because we need them both to score. Kenneth Walker's looked wonderful at running back. Geno Smith continues to march on, throwing the football and scoring points. So to me, 48 48 and a half in that game seemed low. And I do wonder why people are playing the Seahawks. I mean, I guess I can understand it, but I do think Arizona's probably, from a situational standpoint, the right side. But I like over in both of those contests, the Cincy-Carolina game, the Arizona-Seattle game. You know what? Last week seemed like the, the Seattle Seahawks were in a better spot than the New York Giants were. And now it just feels like an Arizona spot, doesn't it? And I get it. Arizona are better on the road than they are at home generally. They deserve better last week, actually. You know, I, I was on Arizona against um, against Minnesota last week, and it was a little frustrating. They couldn't come up with a stop that was needed late. But I tell you what, the offense really starting to come alive now, isn't it, with Hopkins back? And we saw it. They were basically, all right, Kyler, we need points. He let him down the field, and he gave him points time and time again in that football game. Yeah, there's no question. And again, you know, Kirk Cousins on the other side looked pretty good himself, and the Minnesota offense looked pretty good. So, you know, like I say, until further notice, Gabe, as long as these totals are within reach, they're reasonable numbers. I think I'll be playing Arizona over until they hurt me. Um, They haven't hurt me with Hopkins back so far. I don't think they'll hurt me here. One more. I'll check out one more real, real quick here for you. This Miami-Chicago game has gotten beaten as far as total is concerned, 41 all the way up to 45, 45 and a half right now. But rightfully so in my mind. That being said, Chicago's defense was shredded by Dallas, and this Miami offense is electric with all the weapons that they have. I understand the reason why this thing's been pushed so far. At 45-and-a-half, when you're playing key numbers on totals in the NFL, you have to say to yourself, can this thing make 47 now because 46 is kind of dead? 27-20, Miami to Chicago, I think that's more than possible. So, you know, we love our overs. I like that one, too. Follow Rob on Twitter, Rob Vino Sports, and get the links to all of his plays, wagertalk.com. Rob, it's always a pleasure, man. Enjoy the games. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Wow, that was close. You can be the center. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. The late night anger management class. 
All right, we escaped uh, tonight with the Washington Huskies. The Husky Husky parlay cashes. If you tune in the game time decisions, that was pretty much our big bet of the night. Uh, we put a nickel on it, and then we threw another 200 on the under of this football game. Um, so we cash a nice $700 play there with the Washington Huskies after the Yukon Huskies. We're having fun with this this week. Two, you know, a couple of nights ago, we hit the Toronto two-step. We called it the Toronto two-step, right? We had the Toronto Raptors on the money line and the Toronto Maple Leafs to win. Tonight, we went with the Husky hustle. The Yukon Huskies on the money line and the Washington Huskies on the money line. I like the city parlays, the correlated parlays. Um, the other night, we hit the uh, the Houston Astros to win and the Philadelphia Eagles. See, so the Philly-Houston uh, combo parlay, right? We'll find some more parlays to put together here uh, going into tomorrow. So um, let, let me uh, share the picks with you. I'm going to do a video that I'll post on my Twitter account. And uh, Sports, Grid, uh, so, uh, Sports Grid social media will repost it and all that. Um, normally I do NFL picks. I'm going to do NFL picks, but I feel like doing a college show. Uh, it's a big weekend, so I'm going to do a video with the college football picks. But our college football picks uh, tomorrow morning and afternoon and evening. And we'll always, you know, we always add a million picks uh, throughout the day. But there's tomorrow there's not a million college games, but th there's just a bunch of really big college games. Right? So let's start off in the morning here with Air Force and Army. We're going Air Force, Army under 40 and a half. Uh, buy the half point, get it up to 41 in the key number. Uh, so get it to 41. Air Force and Army, as we've discussed at length, military academy teams, when they play against each other, we're on a 42-9-1 and one with one push under run. 42 unders, nine overs, one push in the last 52 football games between military academies. Air Force and Army have played eight straight unders as well. So Air Force and Army under. Give me the TCU Horn Frogs. Everybody's talking about Texas Tech being a live dog here. They're just nowhere near as good as TCU are. And, you know, TCU are going to get all they can handle from the Texas Longhorns next week. That's the big showdown. That's going to be an awesome game. We're going to be in Vegas uh, for that, watching that football game. Big, uh, You know, listen, every Saturday is going to be big from here on out right now, especially with the college football playoff rankings out. There's only four weeks left, uh, right? We're into the home stretch uh, here. So... I think TCU are going to get it done. I'm not. I don't trust uh, Texas Tech enough here. Maybe they're going to hang around and stuff, and then TCU will pull away. That's been a common theme with Texas Christian, but we'll lay the points uh, with the, with the Frogs. And uh, I think there's going to be a ton of points here. TCU's offense is amongst the best in the country. Nobody's really talking about TCU nationally. I understand the frustration from them, but you are ranked seventh. Handle your business, and everything will work itself out. Give me TCU minus the, uh, the eight and a half. Texas Tech, TCU over 68 and a half. The Georgia Bulldogs are going to cover against Tennessee. Tennessee have had a hell of a run. Head and Hooker's had a hell of a run. Listen, if they win this game, then they're going to probably gonna win their national championship. Let's call it out for what it is. If, te if Tennessee are able to go into Athens and be beat the Georgia Bulldogs, then, you know, who's going to beat them? You know, like, honestly, I don't know, maybe Ohio State. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, would Michigan beat them? I don't know. I don't, I don't think Michigan would. Would Michigan be able to outscore Tennessee? I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but I'm just saying this, this is the big-time game here, right? If, like, Tennessee already beat Alabama, right? So if they're able to pull off, you know, beating Alabama and beating Georgia, we're going to have to say, well, damn, these guys are pretty much unbeatable right now. But I don't think they will, and I don't think they are unbeatable. I think they've had a nice run. I think their schedule has been relatively favorable for them. Um, you know, they got Alabama at home. You know, everything has just fallen into place for Tennessee. Now this is, like I said, they win this football game, then I would say, yeah, bet on them to win the national championship. But I don't think they're going to win this game. Georgia are 5-1 against the spread the last six games against uh, Tennessee. It's interesting. Eight of the last ten times these two teams have played, it's gone over the number. Eight and two to the over in the last ten. Georgia 5-1 and one against the spread in the last six. Later points with Georgia. I don't think they're going to kill them, but I think it'll be like 42-28. 41-31, 45-30, whatever. Something in that range. But I think it goes over the number as well. We're laying the points with Georgia. We're going over the number. We're going to take the points with LSU. You're getting 13 and a half. We'll buy it up to 14. We'll buy a half a point. Get an even 14 points with the LSU Tigers Saturday night in Baton Rouge. I think they're going to be able to hang with the Crimson Tide. I think this game is going to be a track meet. I'm not going to put too much more on this because I like all my plays here. But I, do, I really do like Alabama and LSU to go over the number. 
I don't know why the number came down. I think it's going to be a track meet. I think it's going to be a ton of points put up on the board here. I like the over in that game. Kansas State are a good football team. And I'll be honest with you, I have lost more than I've won over the last couple of years with Kansas State games. It's just, I'm just speaking truth here. I'm just spitting truths. I just I just have, you know, I used to win with them taking Bill Snyder when they were underdogs, but, I, you know, there's been a couple of times where I think, you know what, K-State's not going to win this game, and then K-State actually played great. So I'm a little weary of this game, but I believe Texas is the side. I think Texas are a good football team. Have they turned the corner completely? Not fully, but they're on their way. They've got a ton of NFL-caliber talent. I think they win this football game. I like the Texas Longhorns. I like the over of this game. I think there's going to be points. K-State put up 48 on Oklahoma State last week. They've scored 28 or more points in four of their last five games. Since uh, the Alabama game, the Texas Longhorns have scored 34 or more in five of the six games that they played. They're coming off of a bye. The total is too low. Take the over 54 and a half. We like the over in that uh, football game. So to recap our college football picks as they are right now, Air Force and Army under 41. TCU minus eight and a half. Texas Tech, TCU over 68 and a half. Georgia minus eight and a half. Tennessee, Georgia over 64 and a half. LSU plus 14. Bama, LSU over 56 and a half. Texas money line. Texas, Kansas State over 54 and a half. And I think Kentucky are going to win, but I don't know if I want to call it a best bet and give it to people, but I do think Kentucky are going to win this game. And, you know, when I say eight and a half and stuff, I'm going to make it eight. I always buy a half a point, but I don't want to repeat it every damn time I give the pick. So one last time, Air Force Army under 41, Kentucky money line, TCU minus the points, Texas Tech TCU over, Georgia minus the points, Tennessee Georgia over, LSU plus the points, Alabama LSU over, Texas money line, Hook'em Horns, and Texas K-State over 54.5. We should note that LSU's opponents have scored first in every one of their SEC games that they played this year. And they've come back and won every one of them except uh, the, the Tennessee game. So... Something to keep her eye on, that Alabama, and I'm telling you what, I do like LSU plus the points in this game. But the fact of the matter is, as we just stated, LSU have allowed their opponent to score first in every one of the SEC games that they played. So let's let's just say, for argument's sake, since it's happened in every game, that Alabama score first. Okay, I still like LSU, but where I'm going with this is, if they're 13.5-point favorites right now and they score a quick touchdown to start the game, you're going to get the LSU Tigers at like plus 18 and a half, plus 20 and a half type thing. And then you click. So I'm going to sprinkle on LSU plus the points before the game starts just in case they get the ball first and they happen to score. And I don't want to get screwed out of the number. But I'm going to take them at the plus 14. But then after that, I'm going to step up. After that, I'm going to step up. And um, you know, if Alabama scores first, I'm going to take LSU in game. But I love the over of that football game. As far as the National Football League is concerned, it's a tricky card this week in the NFL, but it's starting to come together for us. Uh, let's start off with the Washington Commanders. All right, you know, they've been called the Washington Communists. They've been called the Washington Condoms. They've been called the Washington Use Condoms when they don't play well. But, you know, right now they're playing well enough that they command our respect enough to call them by their name, the Washington Commanders. They're commanding respect because they're covering point spreads. Taylor Heineke is commanding respect. Hey, listen, the Minnesota Vikings are playing great football. They've only lost one game, and their loss was to the Philadelphia Eagles early in the season at the link in Philadelphia. Um, this is the Kirk Cousins return game, and there's no love lost between Kirk Cousins and Daniel Snyder, but we can say that about everybody that comes around Daniel Snyder. But with that being stated, I think the commanders are playing great football right now. It was three and a half. It's come down to three for a reason, I think. And... I like the Washington Commanders uh, plus the points. I like the Carolina Panthers plus the points against the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals can't run the ball. They don't have Jamar Chase. So, in other words, Joe Burrow just has to carry them, work his magic, and win it on his own, which I think he can do. But at the same point in time, 
It doesn't mean I think they're going to be able to win the football game by eight points. We're getting seven points with the Carolina Panthers. Give me the Panthers plus the points. Give me the Panthers and the Bengals over 42 and a half. It's too low. There's going to be points. You guys watch the Panthers play. Their games go over the number. Panthers and the uh, the, the new the new look Panthers, I should say. Panthers, Bengals over 42 and a half. Arizona Cardinals are a tough team to trust. I understand your trepidation if you don't want to do it. Uh, you say, man, come on, man. And I'm not going to deny that Cliff Kingsbury is pretty much an idiot. All right? I can find a guy standing outside of 7-Eleven drinking a, uh, drinking a Budweiser. And he might not be as good looking as Kingsbury, but he'll probably do a better job. Kingsbury just seems in over his head. And he doesn't seem to have answers. And But with all that being stated, Arizona are still in every game that they play. Uh, there's a big difference with their offense, with or without DeAndre Hopkins. It just seems like a good spot for them and a bad spot for Seattle. I'm crazy, but I'm going back to the well with the Arizona Cardinals. Give me the Cardinals on the money line to beat the Seattle Seahawks. Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Rams, a big-time football game. Just because the loser is pretty much screwed emotionally, spiritually. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? These two teams are playing the NFC Conference Championship game. Now it's a battle of, like, dear God. You know, listen, the Rams need to gain more than the Bucs just because of the division that the Bucs play in. But it's still a big game for both teams. I think the Bucs will find a way to win this game. They're laying three points. Do I love it? No, but I'm going to give you an opinion on it. I think the Bucs are going to win the football game. Call me crazy, but I think the Tennessee Titans are going to hang around and cover the spread against the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't even care who the quarterback is. I'd prefer if it was Tannehill, even though I do like Malik Willis's future against KC. I prefer it's Tannehill, and I think it will be Tannehill. So give me the uh, the 12 and out points for the Tennessee Titans. But hold off, because if it's Tannehill, the number won't move. And if it's Malik Willis, the number will go up. But we like the Titans. We're going to take the Titans plus the points. I like the Baltimore Ravens on the money line on Monday night. We haven't locked in our super contest picks yet. But it looks like the Commanders, the Panthers. Um, we're going to be on a lot of the, the underdogs. Uh, follow me on Twitter. And uh, you know I, we always post uh, we always post uh, the picks. <clears throat> I think Baltimore is definitely uh, worth a look on Monday night. I think we'll be looking in as so far in the contest. Washington, the Panthers, Tennessee Titans, uh, Baltimore Ravens, and uh, we'll figure it out. All right, we've got a UFC tomorrow. It's not a high-profile, big-time card or anything like that. But there could be some, uh, it's one of those cards where there's a lot of violent fighters on the card. We'll see if Matias has a best bet on the other side. MLS Cup tomorrow as well. Take both teams to score. Minus 170. Both teams to score. MLS Cup. This is Sportrade. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. 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 
Brent Beard, First Coast News, John Marks, WIP Radio in Philadelphia, Tony Finn, wagertalk.com, Rob Vino, robvinosports.com, wagertalk.com. Great stuff uh, with the crew uh, tonight. Man, we got a great weekend of sports. MLS Cup. I didn't even get to the F1 stuff in Vegas, but the tickets are on sale, and it really is $2,000 minimum. So you can get in for $2,000. $2,000 is general admission, and it's not actually that bad. Being a general admission means you can walk around and stuff as being supposed to stuck in the grandstand. And really, it's going to be better on TV, to be honest, but I still want to be part of it and, like, on you know out there. But um, it's going to be sick on TV, man. That that race on the strip. Red Bull has been doing some promo stuff down there. That we are, you know, it's, it's off the hook. Check out my Twitter. I've been posting it. So, uh, CFL playoffs, too, on Sunday. I'm telling you what, guys. Check it out. I think it's on ESPN, too. Whatever. Check the listings. Uh, they hadn't posted it yet. But uh, the Great Cup's going to be on ESPN and stuff. But check out the CFL playoff games. I think both home teams are going to win. But really tease the games, man, because both these games have come down to the wire. Follow me on Twitter at SportsRage over the week. It'll be posting a million picks. Matthias, what's your UFC best bet for us? Gabe, I got a great parlay. A two-teamer tomorrow. Marina Rodriguez. As well as Tagir Ulanbekov, I taking those two fighters to win their fights at plus 108. That is my best bet for the UFC tomorrow. All right, sounds good. What about your Atlanta Falcons versus the Los Angeles Chargers? Who you got? You know what, Gabe? I'm going to take the Falcons' money line, but I'm going to also take the points, and I'm going to take the over. I think the Falcons get it done. Lots of injuries for the Chargers, and I think those injuries will mount up. I think the Falcons uh, will, won't completely contain Eckler, but I don't think he'll, he'll win them the game. You know, Josh Palmer might have, a, might have a big game for the Chargers, but I think the Falcons have a big game, you know, with, with London and with Kyle Pitts. I think Mariota throws for over 200 yards as well. This is a beautiful game to tease, Matias. Take the Atlanta Falcons at plus 10 on a, on a teaser. They're getting three points. Every Charger game is close. The Chargers won't blow them out. Even though the Chargers have the injuries at the wide receiver position, I still think there's going to be points put up on the board in this game. And I will play the Falcons on a teaser. Like I said, I'll have a million picks. The Astros will win the World Series tomorrow night, too. Other than that, you're on your own. Later. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.